first schools closed down, then sports, air travel, and bars due to COVID-19. In June of 2020, the queer community felt the absence of their pride events as over 280 pride parades were canceled this year. Despite pandemic-induced social distancing orders, LGBTQ organizations created online-only events to honor their community during Pride Month, opening themselves up to new technological and safety concerns for both attendees and organizers. This is Distanced, Science Line's special project about how different communities are responding to the coronavirus pandemic. This episode covers the Pride Parades of 2020. Most of the celebrations occurred over Zoom, Google Meet, and other electronic video platforms, improving accessibility but also opening up these Pride events for potential cyber attacks. Some queer people found that these online Pride events were very cool. You know, you could get back to basics, allow people to connect. That's John Perkins. John Perkins isn't his actual name, but he has to go by that because he works for the U.S. Department of Defense. He's a bisexual man who attended two Pride events online one for bi parents of children and the other for bisexual folks across the world. John had only attended two in-person Pride events before, but he liked the switch online. It felt more intimate, he says, than the large crowds of physical Pride events. Besides, he got to meet queer people from all over the world. In the age of online harassment against the LGBTQ community, John tells me he didn't feel unsafe attending these online Pride events. Just, you know, in a very as far as I'm concerned, very stress-free environment, you know, you were able to just share and be yourself. You know, there was no mask, if you will. Attendees gave their names and email addresses to register for the event, and the event host could kick out anyone who became disruptive. While John might have found these online Pride events a nice experience, trolls did indeed plan homophobic attacks. Anonymous users took to 4chan to discuss their hateful plan. 4chan, for those who don't know, is an online discussion board. Many 4chan users circulate harmless internet memes. Others spread racist, homophobic, and neo-Nazi rhetoric from the far right. Such users created what was called Operation Pridefall on the cusp of June. 4chan users planned to disperse homophobic memes and images in social media supporting Pride events. The goal of Operation Pridefall was to discourage acceptance of the LGBTQ community. While Operation Pridefall seemed like simple murmurings of internet trolls, it actually affected some Pride events. Most notably was an event in London on June 1st of 2020. There were four queer DJs who call themselves Horsemeat Disco. They planned to stream a disco night over Facebook Live. Jim Stanton, the co-founder of Horsemeat Disco, described the events of that night in a Facebook post. He said, quote, it appears we were the target of a far-right group who hacked as soon as we went live, unquote. Here's what happened. Horsemeat Disco planned to stream their event on Facebook to raise money for Eagle London, an LGBTQ night bar, as the night bar was struggling financially due to the pandemic. Mark Oakley, the owner of Eagle London, said all the tech ran perfectly during dry runs, but when fans started tuning in, nothing popped up but an empty black screen. Soon after, bots linking to fake donation pages flooded the event. The technical issues appeared to come from those aligned with Operation Pridefall. The organizers made the quick decision to shut the event down to prevent money from going to fake organizations. So, as Pride events moved online, homophobic cyber attacks did occur. However, they were few and far in between. I spoke with Maria Colon, 
the media director for NYC Pride. It was an organization brought forth from the 1969 Stonewall riots and continues to plan NYC Pride events to this day. Colon told me that the threat of online attacks was a concern for NYC Pride event organizers, but they had, quote, support and individuals who were apt in those fields, unquote, to help them plan the event, and they didn't have any instances of online harassment to speak of. So, to Colon and other people behind NYC Pride, their event was a success. So what does the future hold for Pride events beyond 2020? I think that we, as a, as a society, uh, we have changed. And I'm talking national, locally, nationally, uh, as well as the world uh, through this. So I think that more virtual events will come. Directly speaking to NYC Pride, yes. And I think we, we will probably lean more towards a hybrid kind of fashion and doing virtual events and certainly uh, not uh, certainly uh, not eliminating the, the, the physical marches or the things that we do physically because they are important to our community. Given the option between either virtual events or physical prides, John Perkins told me he liked both. Digital events provide the intimacy of meeting other people in his community, while larger events provide that magic of seeing the whole community come together, glitter and rainbows in hand, to celebrate overcoming yet another adversity. All right, I think this, this is going to be the silver lining in how celebrations occur. At least that's how I see things. I'm MK Manoilov, reporting for Science Line. Thank you for listening.